Hey there, I'm Tiffany. I'm a registered nurse with eight years experience and the Nursing Student Diaries podcast is all about helping nursing students make it through the crazy challenge called nursing school. My hope is you leave this show each week feeling empowered and encouraged to take on whatever nursing school throws at you. Nursing school can be tough, but you, my friend, are tougher. Let's do this. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nursing Student Diaries. Thanks for tuning in. This week's topic is about exam prep, just some tips and tricks um, that I found to be helpful when taking exams of any kind, whether that's in your semester, during your class, or the NCLEX, which some of you are probably preparing to take soon, or even just starting to think about, or even certification exams. Um, as a nurse. So these are just some of the tips and tricks that have helped me. The idea for this podcast episode came up because last week was the 10th anniversary of me passing the NCLEX, which honestly, I can't believe that it's been 10 years since I've been an RN. Um, Time really does fly and saying that does make me feel very old. (laughs) But yeah, it's been 10 years since I passed the NCLEX. And then recently, um, last Thursday, I just passed the exam to become a certified ambulatory peri-anesthesia nurse. So even though I haven't taken an exam in 10 years, it was um, a challenge, I feel like, to learn how to study for this exam and to feel prepared for it. Um, Because in the DMP program, I don't really get a whole lot of exams. It's mostly writing papers and doing projects and discussion posts. We don't really get a lot of exams. So it was hard for me to kind of go back and learn how to study for an exam again. So that's what this episode today is about, is just some tips and tricks on taking exams. Like I said, whether that's your exam during your semester or the NCLEX or certified exam like I just took. So the first tip that I have is to actually study for your exam, which sounds silly, but I think it's one of those things that, um, you know, studying for an exam, it's not like you have a deadline, like a paper or a discussion post. So you have to sit down and be like, oh, by Wednesday, I have to write all this out. So, you you know, some people work on it a little bit at a time, or if you're like me, you just sit down and write the whole thing the day before it's due. Um, But with exams, I think it's a lot it's a lot easier to just kind of push them off, to forget about them. Not really forget, but just to kind of forget to study, be like, oh, I have time, I have time for that. And like with the Kappa exam that I just took, um, I could sign up in advance and I had, I could pick a date like a couple months in advance or whatnot. So when you pick that arbitrary date that's like two months in advance, it can be so easy to be like, please, I have two months to study for this test. That's plenty of time. I'll get to it. So I resolved not to do that this time. Um, I bought the prep book, the ASPAN Kappa exam prep book off Amazon, and it's just a bunch of questions. And I started doing like 10, 20 questions a day, just whatever my schedule allowed, and just did that a little bit at a time for, I think, like five, six weeks. And I really did feel adequately prepared for this exam when I walked in. Of course, I was nervous because, you know, with any big test, that's either a pass or a fail, like the Kappa or like the NCLEX, it can be a little nerve wracking. But I feel like that I actually sat down and studied for the past few weeks. I did feel more prepared. 
So that's my first tip is to actually study for these exams because you don't want to end up the day before your test being like, oh my gosh, now I have to cram all this information in my brain. You're all stressed out because you're thinking about what's going to happen if you fail or get a bad grade or don't do as well as you wanted to do. And honestly, at that point, you just can't go back in time. So my biggest tip is to actually study and start studying early because time will creep up on you fast. <laughs> All right, moving on to number two. I would suggest to study the concepts just as much as you study the facts. So for exams like, you know, anatomy and physiology, where there's a picture of a body part or whatever, you have to name that body part. Obviously, that's recalling the facts. But there are a lot of exams that you're going to take in nursing school and the NCLEX that is going to be a lot more about concepts than actual concrete facts or stats. So you're going to have to look, you're going to have to know all those things, but you also have to kind of apply it to a bigger picture. And that's kind of just nursing in general. You know, you have to know all these facts and you have to put them together in your brain and understand why they make up the whole picture of a patient. So I think that doing the practice tests that I was doing with the practice questions, those are really helpful to kind of see what the exam exam makers, I don't know, the people who are putting on the exam, what they're looking for. Um, because I, I think that it's just some of my questions were, you know, basic recall of facts, but a lot of them were like scenarios where they're like, hey, patient A has this blood pressure and this heart rate and they're complaining of this and they just had this procedure done. So what do you do? So you just take all those information, all that facts, everything you know about that and put it into a situation and try to come up with the right answer for the patient. And it, it, that is a hard thing to kind of get used to, especially when you're in nursing school and you're not used to that. I think in high school, I think that was one of the biggest um, differences for me in taking those tests was that in high school, I felt like it was just, you know, you memorize all these facts like U.S. history or the government, like this is this, this term means that. It was a lot of like terms and memorization. And then when you got into nursing school, it's partly that, but it's also how do you apply these concepts of anatomy and physiology to your patient? And I think that takes a lot of getting used to. I think the more you practice it and the more you can start to put those things together, the better off you're gonna be, not only in test taking, but just in nursing school in general. My third tip would be to practice. So like I said before, take those practice exams, review those practice questions, um, when I took my NCLEX, I did do a Kaplan review course. I think it was like a four-week course. Honestly, it's really hard to remember. It was like I said, it was 10 years ago. Um, but I do remember logging into like an actual classroom online, and it was like these video chats, and we could ask questions in the chat, and they kind of, they taught us how to take the exam, really. How to, not really what the answers were but how to answer the questions like what what is the the question when they give it to you you're they're trying to help you dissect it and to realize what they want you to answer which sounds a little confusing but that's kind of how the nflex works is it wants you to have the right answer but the most right answer so i really found that that course was super helpful to me and i really do think that by taking that course and taking some time just to really study that helped me pass the NCLEX on my first try.
I know there's other review courses. I think like the Princeton Review does one. Um, I know there's a lot of online resources, YouTube videos, um, practice, practice exams all over the internet. So if you want to just kind of start preparing for that, or if you're at that point where you are preparing for that, I would suggest to you know, do a Google search, try to find your resources. I do remember I did an NCLEX question app a long time ago. So that might be something that's still out there. Um, as I said, when I was reviewing for my Kappa exam just recently, I did buy the book that was um, produced by the ASPAN um, who puts on the exam. So those were full of review questions and they had rationales and reasons why those were the correct answers, which I, f I found super helpful. And although the exam that I took, it's not the same questions, it is the same concepts that they highlight. So I found that really helpful just to try to understand what concepts and what things they thought important for you to pass the, the review course. And I think with the NCLEX, it's the same way. So that's my third tip is to practice. Practice taking exams, practice reviewing those questions. And I would also just kind of suggest that when you're doing those exams, you know, don't have your phone near you. Don't have your laptop near you where you can Google the answer. Because in a test environment, you're not going to be able to do that. They honestly, they make you lock up your stuff. And I'm not joking. My unlock that you couldn't even bring like a chapstick in that classroom. And when the cap was the same thing, they made me lock up my purse, my car keys, everything. I had nothing on me. So I would suggest that when you do study and you are taking these exam questions, you know, it's so easy, I think, with our phones in our back pockets that we can just pull it out and be like, what is this med again? Let me Google it really quick. Why, what is this surgery again? Let me Google that really quick. You're not going to be able to do that in the exam environment. So trying to take those practice exams um, with that in mind and try to keep yourself away from that, I think it's going to help you a lot just to be able to dissect the question and be like, hey, what are they really asking me here? Um, my fourth tip, which I kind of just talked about, was taking a review course. Like I said, I took the Kaplan review course. I know there's a whole bunch out there. Um, and I just, I found it really helpful. Also because they had, one, the course that I took, I don't know if they offer that still, but I think they would. Um, the course that I took, um, it was a couple hundred dollars. So, you know, it is pricey. And if you're, you know, a brand new nurse and you don't have any money and you haven't had a job yet, it can, your finances might be a little stretched. But they did say that if you take the course, you complete the course, and if you don't pass on your first try, they will refund you for the course. So I found that kind of reassuring, like they think that their course is good enough that you're going to pass because, of course, they don't want to give your money back. So I thought that that was a nice reassurance for me just to have that option, like, hey, if I did pass, at least I get my money back. But the fact that they were so sure that you taking this course is going to help you pass, that they offered, you know, that reimbursement if you didn't pass. So as I said before, I found that review course super helpful and I would suggest really looking into it and taking one. So the fifth and final tip that I have um, for taking exams is to try not to worry too much about failing, which I know is easier said than done because especially with the NCLEX, you know, you're thinking about all this time, all this effort, all this money that you've put into this and just to fail the exam, that that would be heartbreaking. But worst case scenario, you fail the exam. Okay, so you retake the exam. That's not so bad, is it, when you think about it? Just because you didn't pass the first time doesn't mean you can't pass the second time. 
It just means you have to change your study habits. Maybe you didn't study at all and that's the reason why you failed. Maybe you go back and take a review course. Worst case scenario, you just retake it. That's it. I know you may be disappointed in yourself if you fail or if, you know, what if you're the only one that fails in your group of classmates? Well, you don't have to tell them. You don't just tell anybody. You can just retake it and not say anything. So I, <laughs> when I took my, this um, Kappa exam, I told myself I was going to sign up for it and I wasn't going to tell anybody about it because I was so worried that if I failed, everybody at work or my family or my friends, they would think less of me. So that plan didn't work out. I definitely told everybody. I told everybody at work. I told my managers. I was like, tomorrow's a day. Here we go. And I'm in the middle of taking the exam and I'm waiting because it actually, the NCLEX, I don't think tells you if you pass or fail right away, but the Kappa exam does. You get to the end and you hit enter and there's a little page and it kind of refreshes and it just says pass or fail. While my little thing was refreshing, I was like, oh no, if I fail, I cannot show my face at work. I'm so embarrassed, but I, I passed, so I didn't have to worry about that. But then I was thinking about it. What does it matter if I failed? If I failed, I just go back and do it again. That's it. I just study better. I've actually seen the exam at this point. So I know what kind of questions they're asking and I know what when you're taking the test, you know which questions you are getting right and you're getting wrong, pretty much. You know, you can look at that question and be like, wow, I don't know that concept at all. Or you can look at a question and be like, oh yeah, absolutely, that's an easy one. So yeah, what if you do fail the test? Well, at least you've seen the test. Instead of, you know, instead of the practice test, at least you've been in the testing environment. You've sat down, you've done it. So you know that going into it. So all you have to do is just readjust your study habits, your study set, your tools that you have, and just do it again. That's it. So that's my last tip is, you know, if you fail, but well, you just do it again. I know it sounds simple, but I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to pass the first time. And sometimes, sometimes we just need a little more time to study. Sometimes we aren't as prepared as we think we are, and that's okay. We can just get up and do better tomorrow. That's it. So I hope these tips were helpful for you. Um, let me know if you guys are coming up on the NCLEX and you want to chat about it. I'm always open in my DMs. My personal Instagram is at Tiffany Gasai and the podcast one is at the Nursing Student Diaries. Um, if you guys want to chat about certificate, certificate, oh my gosh, I can't talk about certified nurse exams because I just took that one. That one's more fresh in my mind than NCLEX. Again, DM me. I'd be glad to let you know about my experience. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please post it on Instagram stories and tag me. My Instagram handle is at Tiffany Gasai. Also, feel free to DM me on any topics you want covered in the future. Talk to you soon.